to the Norm Hyperbolic Podcast. We're here to talk anime, video games, and movies. I am your host, X, also known as Young Morgan Freeman. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lewis. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. Another Yo, episode, We're man. rolling these out. We're rolling these out. How you been, man? Been pretty good. Yeah, let just, the fans know how you been, what you been up to. Uh, just just a little short. Chilling, chilling, man. Just getting this podcast room ready. Oh, yeah. We got a lot in the works coming in. Yes. I'm pretty excited about that. We got our hammers and nails out. We got the two by fours. <laughs> we're we're, we're building work. up this uh, podcast room. It's something special. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, I'm sir. excited. I'm excited for you guys to see it. I'm excited for you guys to see what's coming up, what we got cooking. Yeah. You know, just know you're going to like it. Special sauce coming out pretty right. soon. You won't see much of it until season two, but I think that's... You know, we could do a little bit on our Instagram or on our um, stories. Yeah, we could do that. Just show, show you a little bit of the progress that we got going on, you know, future. We might actually take a picture because we do got some stuff. We got, uh, Yeah, a few things. So we might take a picture of it, just kind of, you know, let people know we're, we're working on it. Yeah, for sure. You know. All right, man. So, so today's episode. episode. Yes. What is it about? Today, we're going to be talking about anime villains. Ooh. There's a lot of good villains in anime. There is, yeah. I think anime's got the best villains. And um I don't I don't I think we talked about like the lamest villain. We had mentioned this. And did. I have said that I don't think there is an actual lame villain. Like one per se. Like nothing really comes up to mind. Um, if you guys can think of like a a lame villain that you guys are like, oh, this villain was whack. He had no character, he had no like he was just not it. You know what I mean? Or maybe he was just something simple that they just kind of threw in there just to have a villain. Yeah. Well, sometimes you know? when they do a lame villain, it'll be on purpose. Like this person is. Like, yeah. Like. um. But like, there's none that I can think of. So if you know a name or if you can think of a villain, leave a comment below. Oh, no, we're, we're definitely going to be going through through these villains. And, um, you know, Lewis and I haven't seen all anime so there might be some spots that are blind spots to us. Yeah. So if there's a villain that you guys like that you think fits a certain category better than how we describe it, go for it. Put it on the comments. Definitely go in the comments. Go crazy on the comments. Yeah. Let us know. Let me start off this episode one by saying if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a like, subscribe. It really helps us out. Look um, at my boy. Sounds like a there. whole YouTuber. <laughs> no, just, Look at you know, him. He's already plugging it in. He's already plugging it in. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the top of the episode, you know? yeah. That's what's up. I was just I was like, damn, he already plugging it in? Okay, yeah. Subscribe, subscribe. follow, like, comment. Yes. All right, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so my next, my very next uh, thing to say is, go for it. We're gonna be talking about anime villains. So there, you can't really get into it like as deep as we want to without spoiling it. So just, I'm just gonna go ahead and when we talk about an anime, light spoilers. Yeah, it's we'll, just we'll light spoilers. Heavy, like you know, twists and things like that. But just whatever conversation we need to back up our rankings from an anime light spoilers for that and we'll you know try to pepper it out throughout yeah but um no, no for sure that makes sense yeah because it's just it's light spoilers there's nothing crazy it's just enough for us to like really say like oh i think this villain falls in this category because so 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 why? right you know all right man so the first part of this uh of this podcast is always the news so lay it on us bro last week's news today all right so in the realm of anime so king of the hill is returning my friends describe it as American anime. 
Have you seen King of the Hill? I've seen it. I've I don't think I'm a huge fan of King of the Hill, but I've seen it because I think they show it on Adult Swim. They did, yeah. They show okay, it on okay, Adult okay. Swim. Oh. So that's where I probably seen it. So on Adult Swim, I know you got Bobby. You got Bobby. You got the guy that sells propane. He's the main guy. Um, Hank. Hank. And then you got. Would you consider this? I'm not trying to be rude. White trash cartoon? No. So it's it's. Because I know one of them is like an actual, he, you know, he has a family, he has a son, he tries to like impose values or life lessons. On his son? On his son. You know, he works for the propane, so he works for a company that does propane. Yeah. But then he has his like his friends, his neighbors, and some of them don't really work. They spend more of the days drinking beer. They all work, you know. Some they, of them live in a trailer. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I was just saying, I, like, I don't want to be rude. Right, I, think you should, I think you should watch the show, man, because it's coming back. So, but the way that my friends have described it to me, and I like looking at it like this. I like looking at a lot of things as anime. I look at like, you know, Harry Potter as anime. The way they, they do Blue Lock is just soccer anime. Yeah. So you can just anime anything. But I think King of the Hill is American anime. Made by Americans, right? Like, it, it is, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I just mean anime as far as like, you know, they stay true. So it's not like Family Guy or The Simpsons where things get off the wall. It is still very grounded for being like a cartoon. So does the episodes kind of go, you know how like um Family Guy, sometimes their episodes are just erratic. You know, like, you know, episode one doesn't go with episode two. Like it's just different day sometimes. of the life episodes. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, versus like Slice how anime, life. you know, it's like... They did this, so the next episode is a continuation of the last episode versus, you know, um, you know, how Family Guy is just just craziness. Like one right. episode is something different from the next. Is there, it like is that? Like, there is like an or overarching is story sometimes. between episodes. Yeah, like they learn lessons and then, you know, through the seasons. And there is sometimes like two part episodes. OK, okay. so no, man, so okay, yeah. it's good. You <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. All right. <laughs> it's dry. I try to get my son into watching it, but it's not as like it's just a, crazy. Is it a slow start? It's like a, you kind of have like, to like, get into it. Like any it. good anime, you know. Nah, some animes off. they just right off the bat. Know, you so know they're bangers. Right, You're like, right, damn, this was gonna be. Yeah, a good no, but one. some of them take a while. Yeah, that's true. That's a true. Good, a good amount of them, but just like any good anime, <laughs> um, like Baruto, it's, like, <laughs> it's still taking a while. Yeah, it's still taking a while. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're doing a a jump, right? I know, I know. So same same thing with King of the Hill. So King of the Hill is going to be coming back on Hulu and they're going to be coming back with a time skip. Ooh. Just like any good anime. So, so you know, are they One Piece older? has a time skip. Naruto had a time skip. Dragon Ball had a time skip. So that's what they're going to be All doing. All good animes have a time skip. Yeah. But those time skips are bomb. I know. Just I feel like that's the what, characters like that. Yeah. That's what gives it like a really good. I know with Naruto, that whole Shippuden one, when he comes back to the Leaf Village after training with Jaira, yeah. I thought that was bomb, bro. Yeah. He just comes back. And he's like, did you? Like, I think Sakura was like, did you get taller? They all got taller. Oh, well, yeah. Well, cause, well Sakura <laughs> didn't. They, well, his village hasn't seen him like for a good minute. Right. Because right, he was right. out training. So, you know, him coming back, you know, seeing him like more mature, kind of more bulked up a little bit because, you know, Jaira had him doing push-ups. Right. Right. You know, prison push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Diamond push-ups you know yeah so any good anime has a good time skip um so is, is his son older they don't know for sure so when the show stopped or when it ended or whatever he was 13 so it's been 15 years since the show ended you know they could just age him up to a nice 28 you know maybe even just 30 just like go ahead See Bobby um, middle-aged. Right. Or, or <laughs> what I think that they would do, because it's still, you know, probably going to be centered around the family. Yeah. Um, is just make him a high schooler rather than a middle schooler. Well, that makes more sense. So that it just depends. But sense. that's what they said. So Mike, uh, the co-creators, Mike Judd and Craig or Greg Daniels, mm -hmm. um, 
said this is in a when Hulu ordered the episode. So Hulu ordered these episodes January 2023. So we should see it by the end of the year or maybe early next year. Okay. The way that like the animation goes. So most of the cast is returning. But this is what they said about the whole thing. I think we're going to time jump in this a little bit so that Bobby's going to be older and it's going to be interesting. I'm just excited for the show to come back. I'm excited that it's the same directors and the writers. Um, same voice actors or they change Most of the same voice actors, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The most off-the-wall character is Dale. So he's like the, not even the comic relief because they're all very funny. But have you, I know you, have you seen like Boomhauer? The guy who talks like really, really fast. Talk about saying no. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You can't really tell what he's saying, but everybody knows what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. He's like an I am Groot of like these, I don't want to call them white trash, but I call them like not even hillbillies. They're just, you know, blue collar, white workers or blue collar white americans you know? yeah yeah they just they're drinking beers in the alley mowing their lawn and they all are really good at with um like household appliances and i like watching the like conspiracy theories about those shows like oh. on tiktok and stuff like that i know eli likes them what are them? uh the one where they talk about like bobby's not frank's real son that uh his wife had an affair with um uh, one of the one dale one one of the people from right. the group and that's why Bobby looks more like probably Bill. Yeah, Bill. Then um, he does look like Frank. I, I think that was like one of the big conspiracy theories. In like, the oh. show, he has a narrow urethra. Yes, so. I think that was like the whole like a whole thing that was like intercollecting that theory. Like yeah, the crux of it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like watching those kind of things. And, and there's like the, you know there's like theories for everything, like The Simpsons. Um, My son's favorite is the Mrs. Puff theory. A lot of them were just sad and depressing. Like, you know, the whole thing's a dream. The whole thing's like part of like some sort of uh, like simulation, imagination. Yeah. But yeah, it's coming back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what's up, bro? What's, what's up? So for the people that are big fans of King of the Hill, watch out. Did, did they say it's when? It's American anime, bro. Did I, they, I promise you. Did I they say some, some stuff on it. I think you did. I, I was seeing a little bit of it. But did they say when it's going to be released or no, did no, they have a date? They were flirting with the idea. Um the company that made it fox um but then they kind of like not dropped the ball but like just dropped the same like over and over again they're like no we're not we're just not going to do it so then hulu is actually picking it up yeah so it's not going to be a hulu original but is it hulu exclusive it's going to be hulu exclusive okay cool i see hulu doing their thing yeah man all right man what's what else you got for us next in the realm of video games okay so i had two bits of news we had planned to do this episode last week but there was something that came out in the news a little bit. So I'll just go through them both real quick. Go for it. Um, the first one is there was a Yu-Gi-Oh card that sold at auction for over $300,000. What is the Yu-Gi-Oh card? Blue Eye White Dragon? No, it was, some, it was a custom card made by the Make-A-Wish Foundation for this kid. It's called Tyler the Great Warrior. It was a card made oh, and gifted to this guy um, for the foundation. He got his wish granted because he made like a Yu-Gi-Oh card himself. And uh-huh. then they made it like a real card. So it was like one in a million. One of a one? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll put it, I'll put it up in the video, but I'll send it to you as well. It, the card, you know, he drew it himself. He, it just looks like future trunks. <laughs> so okay. um, I, just, I think it is What's pretty cool. What's the power level? It's, it's pretty high, bro. It's pretty high. <laughs> it's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> you got a special summon in this card. Oh, yeah. And it, uh, so it's just no, that's cool though. Future trunks with ninja stars all around him. So, made but that f- sucks though because if that car was specially made for that child or that kid, we said it was for the no, one, Make a Wish Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah, putting it in the dark side. I'm assuming he passed away, and okay. that's why the card is going out for auction. <laughs> no, right? They just raided his house. Well, no, he he sold it. Oh, he sold it. He sold it. Yeah. Oh, Ty- okay, okay. Tyler Gressel. I'm not trying to go too dark here. <laughs> no, no, it's a good story, bro. <laughs> okay, because I was saying because like. 
if I had a custom one-on-one card made specifically for me, I don't think I would sell it. Even if somebody said like, yo, that if, card so might be worth. if you died, worth. you don't think your mom would sell it? Well, yeah. I mean, I would probably leave it in the will. Like, you know, this card might even be worth more now that I passed away. It has more of a sentimental right. kind of, you know, history to it versus. But like if somebody said like, oh, that card you have that was specially made for you is now worth or somebody's willing to buy it for me for like $300 million. I don't know if I would sell it. I would probably wait. What would I, what am I going to do with $300 million knowing that I'm dead in couple you know, I no, got a short a, time frame of living. No, man. I mean, I mean we I, all yeah, do. Yeah, I don't want to we go all too do. dark know, right? this, talking about death. <laughs> okay, so he survived. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Gressel has survived his bout with a rare form of blood cancer and sold the card to start a family. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Right? Yeah, that's nice. So that, that happened over the weekend, but that happened uh, two weekends ago. Um, so what the so re- that's the light to the dark tunnel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like I don't want to sound like I'm being an asshole here. Like, did he die? Is he that why? No, he wants to start a family. Okay, no, that's <laughs> good. That's he doesn't good, play man. Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should have kept it. It's probably been worth more later on. I mean, it was, it's the highest card that sold at auction so that's, far. Yeah, that's crazy, like, though, for a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Like, they got Exodias. With- they got the... I know those blue eye white dragon cars sell like crazy amount of money. Yeah, dark um, magician. Not that. so much dark magician. No. I don't know why those cars don't like. I would think that that would be like one of those cars that would sell for like a very good amount. But the blue eye white dragon is like the most sought out cards, especially like in like really good condition. Yeah. yeah. Same like with the Pokemon cards, they're coming back. What's your favorite though? So I actually still play Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I, li- I like the elemental heroes, bro. Is it me? I feel like it's just personally me, but like I love Yu-Gi-Oh when it first came out because it was simple. It made sense and it was direct. I feel like the Yu-Gi-Oh now yeah. is more complex. Link summons. Yeah, and, yeah like there's more way of summoning XYZs, fusion. Yes, yes. Synchros. So I feel like it, it, yeah. get, it got more complex. And then for, I don't know if it's just me, but I just... The complexity of the game makes me not want to play it anymore. Yeah. Well, there's another game, and when we get into what we're reading, what we're playing, what we're watching, that you might like called Magic. Magic's a. I've heard of that. Game. I heard of that game. You can get into that game. That, that you, have you played it straight. before? I, I play that too now, actually. Yeah. Oh, you play that too? Yeah. yeah. I've been playing it for a while, but I play it mostly on my phone all the time. But my friends and I, we we play Commander, so it's like a four-person Magic game. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty dope. All right, um, keep going, bro. So the other, in you know, other words in video game news. So something that that is actually really big. So Xbox is going to purchase Activision Blizzard. Did you know about that? I've heard news about it. I heard rumors about it. It's literally been all over the internet because Microsoft um, taking up Activision is a huge They bought it deal. or they're, they're trying to buy it for $68.7 billion. billion dollars. No, it's a, because Activision owns one of the most notorious games. <laughs> notorious? It is. <laughs> I know, I know. And it is Call of Duty. COD. Right. You know what I mean? That game alone, it literally makes people just buy the console itself just for that game. Well, so this so this, this, is, this is what I have right here. So it's set to be approved by the EU, the European Union next week. This week, the, the week that the podcast comes out, it'll be the week that hopefully it gets, not hopefully, but like that hopefully for Microsoft that it gets approved. But that's weird because I've also heard like Sony was trying to find ways of like stopping that deal. They were, yeah. Because they are like basically saying like if Microsoft buys them out, then they're going to monopolize the gaming industry, which makes it harder for other companies to then, you know. Yeah, because it's illegal to monopolize. Right. So that's why this has to be approved by the European Union. So Microsoft is third behind 
uh, Nintendo and Sony. So they're trying to claim that, you know, they're not a big threat or whatever. And they signed a deal with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo. Yes. So they signed a 10 year deal. So for the next 10 years, you know, after but who, the purchase. who's really playing Call of Duty on Nintendo? Nobody, because you can't. Exactly. If, you can't run it. You can't. But once they open the gates or whatever, then you will be able to play. But who's... Maybe somebody. No, no, no. Whoever, I'm not. Sa- I'm not has. saying that nobody is gonna play it, but I'm just saying like, if you really want to play Call of Duty, your best bet is playing it literally on PC. I've seen right. the difference between PC gameplay and like a console gameplay of Call of Duty, and it is night and day. Right. But then, like, to even downgrade it even more, you plan to what just you play it on the play PS- it on their phone. People I, play yeah, it on- but that's mobile, right? But that's phone. just mobile. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know, because then the no. people making the game, they literally have to like downgrade the versions of it just so it can be optimized to be played on the Switch or whatever new system um, Nintendo decides to drop, right? <laughs> which we're all waiting for. But right. um, just like how they dropped the new game, um, Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, I've seen gameplays of it. It looks good. IGN gave it a score of a 10. Masterpiece. <laughs> they do for, you know, for these games. for Zelda, No, no, but you know, Zelda you know games. Zelda, man. Yeah, Zelda's good. Zelda's always the, been good. First of all, the first Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild, yeah. was immaculate. It was the best game that could have came out with the Switch. Best game that could have came out with the Switch. Yeah. And then this one is, they even said it's even better. The map is so huge. The amount of things that you can do, the amount of side quests is like a never ending. There's just so much to do. But the number one complaint is that the game runs kind of laggy at points, especially when you're fighting multiple monsters or multiple enemies. It starts lagging because the Nintendo Switch is not optimized to run it like as it should be. So, you know, everybody's asking, where is the Nintendo Pro? (laughs) Nintendo Switch Pro. Like, that's what we really need. We need a system that is powerful enough to run these games smoothly without any lags, especially Zelda. I'm hyped, and I want to get the game, but I don't have a Nintendo Switch anymore. I sold mine. You did, yeah. Because I'm hope I want I wanted to get the OLED. I like how crispy the the screen looks, and how like it just looks so the the colors are vibrant. It looks crispy. It looks nice. But I'm like, should I just wait? Because I know they're gonna drop a new system sooner or later. I'd rather wait and get the newer system than having to buy the OLED, then selling that just to scrap some more money, and then buy the new system. I'd rather just wait for the new. And I'd rather wait. Because I want to play Zelda like correctly. That makes sense. Yeah, I think they will. I think they're gonna create another another system. Oh no, they are. They should. They will. I believe in Nintendo. <laughs> you believe in Nintendo? <laughs> Nintendo, have you, get, have you been getting our letters? It's like Santa Claus. I know you get my letters. <laughs> yeah. So Microsoft is saying that they're gonna uh, bring Call of Duty to Nintendo for the next ten years, and then they also say that they're gonna leave it open to PlayStation for ten years. Um, so Activision and Blizzard together, they do have not like the best games but you know like you said they have call of duty a lot of people's favorite game i think that's all the this is the only game they need they're literally succeeding with just that one game and no matter how i mean they dropped so many call of duty so many versions world war one world war two yeah the civil war this and that like it's so many versions people still eat it up yeah so they have other games though so they have call of duty you have tony hawks pro skater that's uh activision yeah they got crash and spyro which are playstation games Mm -hmm. so you know, seeing how they'll bring that over to the Xbox, maybe. Um, they have Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice. 
Yeah. Uh, those are just some games. And there's, there's obviously more games on Activision, but those are like the, the notable ones that I have. And then they also have Blizzard. So Blizzard makes World of Warcraft. They make Overwatch, Diablo, um, yeah. Starcraft. These are all games that are on Activision and Blizzard. And then Microsoft promises that they're not going to monopolize and, and keep them away. And the reason that it's being held up right now is not even because of PlayStation. It's because they think that cloud gaming is going to suffer if Microsoft owns Activision and Blizzard, which for the people who do cloud gaming, I think what do I have here is called NVIDIA and Boosteroid. They're saying that um, it's not it, it'll help them, if anything. But I just I don't know how that's going to go. I think, you know, these gaming companies like when the plate or plate or what is it when the PS4 and the Xbox one came out, there was a lot of like heated back and forth about who's going to be the top console and well, I mean, at the end of the day, a company is a company and they look more for what is a better interest to them and not to their competitors. But, but that's why it took even, so long to, even to though, do cross, uh, cross play I like know. with Fortnite and everything. It like, took forever yeah. because it's a competition. You're not just going to give free, you know, you're not going to give the, the the your audience or your, your um, buyers what they truly want. That's flaw. <laughs> I know, but it's, at the end of the day, it's for the company. Like, as long as the company keeps striving, like, if this is the best way for them to strive, then that's what they're going to do. Cooperation. But it's is so the best funny how you say how they're like, oh, you know, even though we're, if we do end up purchasing Activision and this, and this deal does go through, right. like, we're still going to give Sony like 10 years of a, of a, basically like a little agreement saying like, you, you guys can still play Call of Duty on your system. Yeah, for 10 but years. But what happens after those 10 years? 10 years goes by like that, bro. Exactly. What happens after those 10 years? Are they still going to be feeling the same way? Because there's no paper saying like, oh, it's going to renew every 10 years. Right. It's just saying like, hey, we'll give it to you for the next 10 years. But then we're going to do whatever benefits us. And if that is taking Call of Duty. So if that means taking Call of Duty out of the Sony PlayStation platform, they will. Yeah. And I think that's going to hurt Sony really bad. Again, I know Sony. I'm not saying like everybody plays Call of Duty, but it is one of the top games that everybody plays. It's like um, they monopolize Rockstar. Oh, like Grand Theft Auto? Gra I could see Sony be like, well, we want to buy out Rockstar. They could, and now they oh, you can only play GTA on our system. I know. It's, it's the gamers that suffer. Like, it is. Cross, At the end of the day, we're the ones We're the ones who suffer. That's true, man. Cross-plat is a, is a beautiful thing. They don't think about us. You know what I mean? We're, just, we're <laughs> nobody. Just, they just think about their bottom dollar. You know what I'm saying? The bottom line. But in the end, this is every company, bro. That's just... How the world works. Not our company, bro. We think about the fans. We think about you guys. You know, we're here for you. Right. And the only thing we ask is for like, subscribe, follow, <laughs> and comment. That's it. Doesn't cost you a damn penny, but it helps us out very greatly. Immensely. So it does. It does. So it's, it's free. All you got to do is one click away to subscribe, follow. And if you want, we're not going to bother you with this. You can leave a comment. Leave a comment. We'll tell you what kind of comments we want to read because we, you know, we do stay engaged with all the comments. Yeah, we do. So, um, next in the realm of movies. Go for it. So I got also two bits of news. I'm going to fire through it. So last week, uh, Super Mario Bros, the movie crossed over one billion dollars in the box office. You believe that? You believe that? <laughs> that is crazy. I knew they were going to do good, bro. We talked about this. I said, did you talk if about they doing did a good, billion dollars good? Well, I said, if they did great, if they surpass what they were basically, you know, the number they had in mind, they're going to bring out so many Nintendo movies. Yeah. So many characters like Kirby, like um, Samus from Metroid. S Metroid? Somebody said, I don't say Samus because people play like, that's not 
Her name is Samus. I don't know. The game is called Metroid. We know. Donkey Kong. Like, you got so... They have so many characters. They can make movies. And I just feel like it's going to dominate. Yeah. It is going to dominate the... I think it might even do better than... um Marvel? Marvel. Sorry, my, it was. I was blanking for a second. Marvel. Maybe. Maybe. No, I think they will. This is just their first movie. I mean, the benefit... And look how great it did. Right, but it's, and Mar- this it's is, Mario. And, yeah. But you think people will come out for a Kirby... The same number of people, a billion dollars worth of ticket sales for a Kirby movie? Like, I love Kirby. I like Kirby. If the but, movie's good. But do you think? If the movie is good. They were saying that the mixed reviews from it is what also intrigued people. Like, they were like, well, can it really be that bad? And then, like, that middle of the road is what got people to, to, to watch. So, um, we're dropping a review video for Mario pretty soon. so we'll go more in depth about you know what we think personally and then we you know we both watched it so we'll talk about you know our review where we rank it for sure for sure um so you know if you're listening if you got this far into the podcast make sure to keep a lookout for our mario review exclusive which is just a youtube exclusive so just be on youtube like i said we'll keep it short light you know in out done seal it done <laughs> you know what i mean right um but yeah but we don't want to get too much into it but that's crazy though they did a billion dollars in four short weekends the movie crossed one billion dollars at the box office in just 24 days less than half of that um is strictly domestic too so 487.5 million is domestic that's crazy that's crazy man that's crazy the movie has uh received mixed reviews from critics and fans but most of them leaning towards the positive yeah so another thing that kept it going for so long is one that there wasn't that many movies like for it to compete with i think recently it just got knocked out by guardians of the galaxy there was like a hit song that topped the billboard top 100 <laughs> the and peaches song peaches bro <laughs> that song slaps bro it's it's a, it's a what's it called it's catchy it's catchy it's fun it stays in your head a little bit like, peaches 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 yeah it's catchy yeah <laughs> I mean, that's something I'm like, at the club, like, peaches, peaches, peaches. I don't know, man. Wait, wait, wait till the remixes come out, right? you know? Wait till, wait till DJ Khaled put, gets his hands on, on, the, it, on right? the peaches He's gonna be like, remix. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> we the best peaches, peaches. Right? <laughs> so, so um, and then the last bit of news before we get into the meat and potatoes is uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are, are actually going to be combining into one app by the end of this year. So they're not going to be- Interesting. They're not going to be like one Disney Plus slash Hulu app. So I don't know if you have Hulu. Um, I don't. So on Hulu, if you you're, you're able to bundle in your ESPN, your um, Disney Plus, and I think there was something else. Oh, HBO. HBO. Nice. Yeah. I think in Stars and all that shit. You can also you can bundle all that shit into your HBO. Into one. So on, from the HBO app, you can or HBO from the Hulu app, you can watch certain HBO shows, certain shows on Stars. If you have uh, Hulu Live TV, you can watch um, the ESPN games. Yeah, all from Hulu. So it's gonna be like that. So are they merging or are they just just gonna just stay in one app? You're gonna like you're gonna be able to view it's, your Disney Plus stuff on hulu are they if changing you have the, both subscriptions are they changing the name no so there's no more disney plus there's gonna be disney plus so you can go to disney plus for like a full library of all the disney plus stuff but some of the most of the disney plus stuff that you are, have access to is going to be, be able on to hulu play plus. off hulu yeah okay, if you have okay, both okay okay okay, okay. I, I see what you're saying so same you know the same i thought that you were saying like they were merging together like becoming no. one or no. like disney but because I, I can actually see disney just buying a hulu and just being like, you know what, know. we'll just take over. Well, so Disney bought a lot of Hulu because they bought Fox. Yeah. So they have a lot of the stuff. So people were thinking that Disney Plus was just going to pull 
all of their Fox stuff off of Hulu and just put it on uh, Disney Plus. Huh. So like take off all of like but Family I can, Guy, I can low Bob's key, Burger. I can low-key see Disney buying out Hulu just so it could just be on their one platform. Hulu's big, bro. Hulu, I think, is Comcast. Disney don't Disney got <laughs> deep pockets, my boy. <laughs> I, I think they can afford Hulu if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, right. I really do. You know what I mean? And like you said, it's already they they kind of already bought Hulu in a sense of way because they you said they have ownership to almost all Fox. They have all Fox. Well, everything, okay, everything so they, except for Fox News. Well, then they have ownership of that. So if they already have ownership of that, they kind of already have their hands inside Hulu's pockets. You know what I right, mean? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, I man. Yeah, like they got four fingers in in Fox's in Hulu's pocket. <laughs> you you ever seen this show called Prison Break? I have, yeah. Okay, there's this part where the guy is. I think he's like the head of the white leaders in the cell, and he wants to make like somebody their bitch. So in order for him <laughs> to give you his protection. You have to hold his pocket. So he'll like take out his pocket, the inner lining of the pocket of his pants. He'll right. take it out and he'll have you hold it. And it's a way of showing people like you're with him. So you have his protection, but you're also his bitch. Wow. Okay. So that's the way I see like Hulu, like <laughs> Disney was like, here's my pocket. Hold my pocket. You know, so Hulu right now is holding Disney's pocket. Right. 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 <laughs> that's beautiful. the way I see that it. That's a beautiful I mean? analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like, I, I can see Disney if you, they really wanted to buy out Hulu and just make it into just one thing yeah. and just call it a day. I can see them doing that. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, man. So anything else you have left in the news? That's it, man. That's it for the All news. All right, man. It's time to jump into this meat and potatoes. Meat and potato time. Meat and potato time. Ooh, ooh. Time to eat. Time to eat, bro. I'm really excited to talk about these villains. Time to grub. All right, man. So how are we going to dive into the villains? You got something set up for us, like a little structure? I do, yeah. So go for it. Uh, the definition of a villain, because what we were the way we came to this episode is that we Lewis had a rant about my hero, about how great yes. the hero was. And we no, no, both, the villain, the villain, the villain, the villain. I had a whole rant about the villain, about yes. the villain, about he was a great villain. He, you know, and then we just started talking about what makes a good villain. And then we just kind of wanted to do an episode about it. So I have the definition here of a villain. Go for it. In literature, a villain is a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. I think that was like the best definition definition because sometimes you so they have it here evil actions and that's the way that really that you spin it when you have like a hero and a villain mm -hmm. but you need a good villain to drive the hero so if the hero has nothing to fight against then you know he's not really like doing much he's just like catching bank robbers but you know there is no superman without lex luthor brainiac and all that you need a joker for batman to fight or else he's just fighting you know bank robbers yeah just so, fighting your regular thugs right on the so, street so a good villain you know it's what pushes, pushes a, the hero. a hero to and that's what i'm saying like that's to me that's a good villain right. a good villain is the villain that pushes a hero to extent it it, it it pushes them not just physically not just emotionally but moral mm -hmm. you know how the joker's always constantly pushing batman to kill but that's against his like his ethics his moral right like yeah. this is not what we do the joker will push him and keep pushing him until he breaks them because the, technically i feel like that's the joker's end goal that's right. what he gets off yeah you know what i mean just getting batman to do something that he would morally regret regret that's to him is like okay like you, you can beat me all you want you can send me in jail you know what i mean but as, if i can push it to the point of you killing somebody else then then i win yeah 
You know what I mean? Yeah, and it has to be tailored to the hero too. So you know, yeah. Batman or Joker makes a good villain for Batman, but you know, besides like the injustice, he wouldn't really like fare against Superman. But it's just I think a lot of it too is like like I said, is the morals and ethics because both villains and superhero have their own thought process, their own beliefs mm-hmm. per se of like what is a, what is a good world or how to run a good country or how to you know how the world should be. You know what I mean? So you have like your good and your bad. And sometimes you when you think about like the ethics this the villains believe or they stand by, sometimes it does add up like Thanos, how he believed that he needed to wipe a portion of the universe because we were so low in resources. You know what I mean? He believed that if he did this, he would literally be saving all mankind. Right. That was his ethic. Yes. Ethically wise, it was bad. But then a a little bit of it did make sense. Like he wasn't just doing it for the fun of it. (laughs) His heart was in a good place. Yes. (laughs) But he wasn't just doing it for like, I just want to kill half of the whole universe. No, he was just he's doing it because there was a reason, an ethical reason that he believed was a way of solving it. Even though a lot of people were against it, but and that's what I love is like that ethical. Like it's the same thing with um that show um Attack on Titan. Okay, it plays a lot on that ethical side of it. It does. You know what I mean? How Aaron has to decide how he's gonna manage to save his his race. How he's gonna end up saving his friends, his loved ones, his family. You know, his country. How he's gonna save them? And he chose an unethical way. But for him, it was a very ethical way of solving the problem or or so he thought. Yeah, for sure. So I love animes that play on that because I feel like that's what gives it more complexity because there's no really good or bad, right or wrong kind of situation. Yeah. So, some animes, they do. It's like overt about who's right and who's wrong. Just think, like you know, um, light versus um, L. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and get into it. Go um, for it, man. So the way I structured it, I have like, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, five, maybe six topics for us to to rank these um, anime villains. And like I said, at the top of the episode, you know, we haven't seen all of everything. So if you have one to put in on this slot, definitely let us know in the comments. Definitely write in. Just you know, give us your thoughts. Yep. Subscribe wanna, and follow. We want to be, you know, active in this anime community. So this, these, this is our two cents. This is our piece um, from what we know. So I have it ranked or not ranked, but like sectioned off as the strongest anime villain. Okay. The smartest anime villain, the most sympathetic anime villain. So somebody that you not necessarily wholeheartedly agree with, but somebody that you were like, okay, well, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, we talked about the lamest villain, but um, mo- the most slept on villain. So maybe like a, a, that's a, what a, we agreed a sleeper. on. The slept on villain. I just couldn't think of a lame villain, like one that really fit that category. So I just, you know, I I'll, think I'll, a, a I'll, slept on villain sounds way much better than lame. Right. I mean, I can get a, so not lame, but uh, we were ta- we have it in our review segment. Uh, Mr. Satan. But he's not a villain. In the beginning, he was. In the beginning, he was like, you know, the guy to beat. So especially like when you have like, you know, with Demon Slayer, all the demons are villains, right? When you go into like Maybe. Dragon Ball, obviously the big bad who's trying to beat Goku is the villain. The way... Kid, Majin Buu? Fat Buu? Yeah. Would you consider him a lame, lame villain? I mean... Lame? That's what he I'm was only there to turn people into chocolate. I mean, he was more interested in eating than I anything else. I don't, I don't think he was I there mean, to uh, dominate the world. He was there. He was there to destroy the world. I mean... No, like, no, no, no. Fat Buu. Right, no, him too, yeah. Uh, but I feel like he was more focused on just eating. Uh, he eventually got, yeah. Like, you know what like I mean? A, I think like that a, was like his main focus. Yeah, yeah, that was his main focus. But there's it, a lot of people who who like Majin Buu um, as their favorite Dragon Ball villain. I like Majin Buu, but which Majin Buu do you like? Because there's different versions of them. You got Kid Buu, Fat Buu, and then there was the other one, uh, Regular Buu? I don't uh, remember what they called him. 
I, I think they call him maybe Super Boo. Super Boo? Regular yeah. Boo? I don't remember. Just the, the regular human version of right. Boo, I guess. Or like the adult version. And then you got the kid and then you got fat. Oh, and then you had like the old, old Boo. Oh, Oob? The black Boo? Yeah, the black Oob. Yeah, so there's different versions of it. I love all Boos. Of course, Kid <laughs> Boo to me was my favorite. Right. I thought he was just a menace to society. Right. He <laughs> just was pure kid. evil with no emotions, no ethics, no nothing. He just he just wanted to, wanted to do it for fun. He enjoyed it, you know. I mean, that that one you could put in lame. So I put Emperor Emperor Pilaf in my lamest villain. Who's he's that? like, he's the little guy from Dragon Ball, the little blue guy. Who's always <laughs> trying to grab the Dragon Ball. He's with, always with the dog for- and the girl. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about him. Yeah, I guess you consider him lame. He was never lame. successful. No. He was like a, he was a, he was a background villain. Yeah. He just, well, he was so, a villain in his own world. Right. Does I, that make sense? I remember when we were talking about Dragon Ball, you had asked me like, who was the big bad of Dragon Ball? You know, in the episode, I told you that there was nobody, but you know, obviously they had. I thought it was the Red Army. It was a Red Ribbon Army. There, Red was, Ribbon there Army. was a time where like Piccolo was the villain. Um, TN was a villain in the beginning. Uh, Yamcha was a villain. But that's all a misunderstanding. Okay, so that's, but, I mean, that's what it, that's, <laughs> just like Vegeta was the villain. Exactly, it was all a misunderstanding. Exactly, if they all just sat down and talked and no, noticed he was a, that, if they all just sat Stop down trying to come high. and talked about their feelings and emotions, <laughs> and they would have noticed that they. They're all on the same page. Right. Their moms probably have the same first name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Keep going, bro. <laughs> so, um, and then at the end, we're going to end it with the best overall villain. So okay. let's go ahead and start with the strongest villain. All right. Who do you have as your strongest villain? So I don't know if this is the strongest villain because, you know, the way and the way anime scales like their power scaling, it is very much in flux. So I know there's like death battles that try to like put numbers to these like, you know, imaginary figures as far as like vibe and i hate to overuse that word but like when it comes to like strength who i have is the chimera ant king as my strongest villain that's who i have on mine too deadass uh between him and all for one Mm. but i'm i keep leaning towards more okay tell me why tell me tell me tell me tell me why you would think all for one is like even next to him. So the re- well, all for one is like one of the main strongest villains in that universe. Right. In the sense that he has the power to basically take other people's quirks and use it for himself. So he can literally take as many quirks as he wants and he can use them the way he wants. But then he also has the power to give the quirks that he's taken away from people and give them to other people. So okay. he has the power to basically be as strong as he wants, because if he can find a quirk that can help him uh, regenerate or can help him, you know, make him like his muscles stronger or make him faster or make or fly, him fly right. or make him read minds or whatever the hell he wants, like he can just take it away from you. Okay. And you're, you, you know, you, I guess they go back to human or they go back to with no quirks or whatever. They become light, a Deku. Light, light spoilers for uh, Hunter Hunter and My Hero right now. Yeah. Or, uh, they just become a Deku, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the worst fate imaginable. <laughs> Boy, right, you become Deku. Fuck. <laughs> oh no, my season two uh, Deku at least. So, um, but yeah, and then he has the power to give it to other people, and then basically he can make an army. Um, I think, and and besides that, he, I think he's just a very strong character, and he's very like his mindset is very forward to like. He's very goal orientated, if that makes sense. Like okay, he's yeah. very set to like, <laughs> this is what a, I ambition. He's got a vision board. And I, yeah, he has a vision board. And this is, you know, he's willing to do whatever it takes right. to achieve that. 
Okay. So, but Morin to me, like he's got when I think too. about like physical strength, I don't okay. know. I think Morin is the strongest one. I think he just has the capability. Like so, like in the world of my hero, you know how you said to be able to grab anybody's quirk that you know the potential is exponential because you could just grab all the best quirks and then you're the best hero or yeah. the best villain or whatever. But the only the reason I I also say Morin is because all for one. In his in a respected world, okay. he fought the strongest at that time, which was All Might. Okay, right? They fought twice. Okay. So one is not one is talked about, but is not actually shown in the anime, and that's the one where he fights and All Might manages to beat All for One, which he goes to jail. But in return, All Might loses like a, a portion of his lungs right, or his right. rib cage, which right. then causes him to like not be at full strength anymore. So he kind of, that's where he goes for like reverting back to that skinny phase and right. then his strong phase. Right? He right. keeps bouncing back because he says he can't hold his strong phase as long as he used to before because of that fight. Then they fight him again for the second time and it was in the Camino incident arc that's when they fight for the second time and this is where all might literally has to push himself and use up the little bit of power he has left but even with that he still beats all for one okay so that's why i said respectively I can't see all 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 for one being such a or, or under the strongest criteria. While Morin, he was automatically strong. He was born the strongest. He was born the strongest on that universe. Right. He literally fought one of the most strongest Nam juicers, which was um the old guy. The old guy. I got his name here. I love my hero or my hero. Uh, uh, Netero. Hunter Hunter. Which he fights Netero. Literally one of the most strongest Nen users in Hunter X Hunter. Right. You know what I mean? And even with that, even with Nero using his most powerful technique to wipe out um, Morin, he was still unable to do it. He literally had to resort to like suicide in order to knock down Morin. And even that still didn't kill Morin. Morin still survived the lit. I mean, it, it did like, you know, fracture him. It didn't injure him, but it still didn't kill him. He just had, he just, the way, so he's a, a emitter. Um, I've also read that he might be like a specialist, but um, most things just say that he's an emitter. I think it is even confirmed by the writer. Yeah. He, um, um, his um, unique Nen is called Aura Synthesis, which allows him to absorb and manipulate the abilities of other Nen users. So it's kind of like how you said with All for One. Where yeah, he's he able like, to eat eat them or like consume them. And then in consuming them, he consumes the power of that Nen. Juicer, right. But whatever. it's also just like his natural Nen abilities that just make him super, super strong. The fact that he's able to grow wings out of nowhere. And well, he his, is his strength is just an so, insect. It's just like like um in real life you know how an an ant is like able to carry like what 10 times his size or something like that probably more than that yeah more or maybe more than that it's just like that but just convert an ant into like a real life person that's all of them though those chimera ants that's what that's why majority of them were so strong a lot of the um hunters were having such a hard time taking them down i love i love that show man no it's a fucking amazing show but anyways keep going so you season two we're gonna do a hunter hunter episode so yeah so i'm glad that we're in agreement though um so easy Morin, strongest villain. Maybe not the strongest, but as far as like, you know, the way that the um, Nen is structured, I think that, you know, that power scaling is pretty good outside of other animes, but especially like within the anime, he's definitely top shit. Oh, for sure. For sure. So next we have the smartest villain. Smartest. So Morin is actually very smart as well. Yeah, um, he, is he, he keeps, falling under every character? I feel no, like no, he, no, 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 this, no, no. I've read that somebody has said that Morin uh-huh. is actually one of the best villains 
in all anime. Right. I was I was gonna put him on my uh, overall best, but you know we'll we'll save it. But so you said smartest. So not not I'm just like making the case. I'm trying to you know okay make the connection. So he is also very smart, but he also gets his ass whooped by that blind girl. <laughs> day in and day out but that's that was the beauty of it I that's know, just and it, it was the only thing that he could not be <laughs> i know <laughs> he mastered everything else he read the books he he played all the games and he like wanted to challenge himself he's like okay checkers fine i want the best checker player this world has to offer me right. beat him right. done this is boring next chest 3d chest Sheldon's 40 chest. Probably. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Is Morin smarter right. than Sheldon? Morin would... Oh, From shit. Big Bang Theory? <laughs> How dare you bring up that fucking show in this episode? <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. So, All right. So who do you pick? So I, I was tied between two, So I, and I have a reason for both. Um, So one, we have Light from Death Note. Yes. And then on the other one, it's this manga that I read that... So I know it has an anime, but I do want to check out the anime, but... I, Obviously not, obviously, but I don't even know if it's going to be as good as the manga, but uh, Johan or Johan. Uh-huh. Johan is a villain from the manga Monster. And that manga is so freaking good. You said you read the manga? I, I read the manga. I didn't oh, even but know you, I had. you haven't watched the like, actual animation? No. Okay. And I, I heard... So when I was reading this manga, this manga is long and it does it doesn't drag out, but there's just so much. It's almost like a soap opera. So I a common uh, complaint of the anime that I heard is that it is drawn out and it's long and it's kind of like all over the place. And, you know, it kind of could have ended like maybe 100 issues earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did kind of feel that with the manga. But the more I read it, the more I just wanted it to keep going like you would like your favorite soap opera. Like you yeah. just want to see these characters like forever develop and. Yeah, I probably will watch the anime, but um, either way, they're both super, super smart. And I just feel like Light has like this sort of tactician way of him of like, you know, lying and then like not trying to be too obvious where Johan is just straight up evil. So Johan, it has like a social um, intelligence that he's able to because what he wants to do is. And again, this is just to, for each subject. Spoilers for Monster, light spoilers for Monster and for Death Note. Johan, what he wants to do is have like the perfect suicide. Okay. So he wants to commit suicide perfectly. He wants to make the world crazy or like, you know, break down. He's almost like the Joker, really, where he wants like to bring the worst out of everybody he's around and kill himself because he was, he had a fucked up childhood or whatever. He was raised to be like this, not Nazi, but like a perfect weapon. Um, I really think you should read it. I was thinking about watching the manga. I mean, watching the animation. Yeah, I mean, I heard, I heard the animation. The anime was, you know, still as good as the manga, but because um, it's the same story, but that it's just drawn out. And I just fucking flew through the manga, so I can imagine if I have to sit there and watch everything. Yeah, you know, it could be, you know, could get a little bit. Um, I watch it though; it looks good. I, I was um, reading the comments because you know we had posted this on Instagram. We did, yeah, yeah. You know, basically asking people if they thought it was a, if they were a great villain, um, and in googling him. Um, I saw like YouTube videos or clips of it, and uh, people, Johan? yeah, and then people were commenting on the bottom how it was how manga, uh, man, monster is such an underrated anime that a lot of people don't know about because it's it's old, right? It I, was, like, I read the, the whole manga and I didn't even know it had an anime. <laughs> yeah, so it was like underrated, but it's like a really good complex. It is story. It is. It's, and it's so I was like, maybe I should watch it in one of my downtime, just kind of like play it. But I feel like if it's really good, I'm going to finish this shit like in, in a day. <laughs> maybe. Um, so like, you know, he is the hero of his own story. So like how you were saying about Thanos, he thinks that he's doing the right thing. He's killing killers and he's killing like fucked up people. But L, 
who you could consider the antagonist if you know from yeah. a different perspective but he is like nobody's above the law so even if you know they don't even know that he's doing this with a death note they think that maybe he's doing it like you know with drones or with like some sort yeah, of poison right? or some shit but well, because like they don't believe in that supernatural stuff right you so, know this so that, that he's just a cop so he's just trying to bring light to justice but he um, can't figure it out right it just takes a little bit of time because he's he probably doesn't even he probably didn't even take a consideration of it being a supernatural thing right, right you know right. what i mean you as a cop you think facts right and because if you're going to take somebody to court you can't play the supernatural card right it's not believable it has to be pure scientific facts you know what i mean so they are trying that is what i was trying to do um find a way to um you know, bring him to justice, but but that whole back and forth that they do, man, like you know. But it comes back to ethical. I think right? that's what really makes a good show. Is like once you start acting that ethic into it, like you said, like you know, um, light was killing people, but it wasn't just random people. It wasn't he was just like murdering random people. Right. But wasn't there a it was part kind of like random. towards the end where he starts taking people that might be coming well, towards so he, him, like right. out, just to kind of keep himself right. free, safe, right? Yeah, keep himself safe. So yeah. there was a point, like, I feel like in the beginning, it was just taking out, like, criminals or, like, you know, people that really did deserve to die or they did horrendous things. I mean, the first person that he killed with the death note was just some, like, jackass that he knew from school. You yeah. Know, when you have control of the death note, even if you are being, like, altruistic and, you know, only killing the, the baddest of the bad, like, you're still, that's your center where you're the one affecting that. So you're the one killing who you think is a bad guy. So obviously, you know, rape, or even I want to say obviously because you know, yeah, you know, rapists and killers, those are like people that maybe shouldn't be with us, but you know, maybe petty larceny or bank robbers or people who are just trying to feed their family or people who are just you know convicted of crimes that they didn't commit. So that's where like the ethical dilemma is with light, where he you know thinks that he's a god and he ends up being a god by killing these people who he determines is not worthy of like yeah. being with us. Again, it falls back into that ethic, man. But do you agree with me? So how do you feel about like about smart? Like, Do you feel like he was smart about it or because he, you know, without spoil, I think this is one that we should. I think he, I um, think he was smart and I, I, I would, you know, I'll give it to you. I think he was smart in the sense of like mm -hmm. due to his age, too, because he was young. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Was he still in high school? He was. Yeah. So the fact that he was going up against this very smart police detective. I think he was also pretty young, though. I think, yeah, I think I think they were both about the same age. That's, right? how, that's how it is in anime. Yeah, yeah. These, these prodigies, <laughs> right? The young prodigies. I mean, to me, he could have stopped. He could have stopped for a brief moment. You know what I mean? If I if I if I was this smart and I started noticing like people are following me or I started feeling suspicious that maybe somebody's onto me, I would be like, you know what? Let me hold off for like five yeah. months. I already killed a hundred people. Yeah, like <laughs> let me hold off and kind of get the uh, the heat off of me. Right. You know what I mean? Or at least show them that I'm not uh, that's a suspect. He, that's what he does. That's for how long though. I mean, I mean, just because you take a week off from killing, <laughs> no, <'cause>, so <laughs> to me, people are no longer watching you. He didn't even really take a week off. He let his girl do most of the uh, Killing. killings while he was like, you know, because there's like a bunch of rules with the Death Note. If you haven't seen Death Note, I think you should watch it. It's real intricate. And if there's anybody who you're trying to get, I would have taken a whole year off. I would have <laughs> just taken a whole year off. Just like, is it needed to kill all these people right away? When you have the power with great power oh, comes great responsibility, whoa. bro. Get the Death Note. You're not going to kill the bad guys. Not right now. I'll hold on to that name for later. <laughs> I'll write it in the back of the book. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I'll hold that name for later. Like, I'd rather me, myself, be safe. You know, what am I going to do in jail? 
after I'm done killing all these people? Am I going to be satisfied in jail, sitting in a cell, thinking about like, well, I don't deserve to be here, but I did a greatness you just don't to get the caught, world. Bro. Just don't get caught. Don't Exactly. So just hold off. I mean, he did a good job. What, has I, he got I, an itch for killing? He does, yes. What do you mean? So then, then you see? So see, he has a problem. It's the apple, bro. You bite, you bit the apple. It's there's, no, there's, there's no going back. Once, so once you, once you, once you start once you killing, kill, yeah, that's you it. can't go back? That's it. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't so, know. So who do you to have me, for, for smartest, if, you, if you're not agreeing with me? No, 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 I know you haven't seen Monster, but. Um, I would say, I would say, I would have said Morn just because I know how in basically how he felt like he was a god and nobody was above him or beneath him because of how smart and strong he was. I know I don't want to put more in every category. I do have other villains. You should have put villains. him in your best overall then. <laughs> I, I do have other villains that I, you know, I do want to talk about. Um, okay, so let's get into the next one. Um, so yeah, yeah. So most, L for most sympathetic. So these are the villains where you don't have to necessarily agree with them, but you're kind of like, oh, I sympathize with you. I, I, I understand where you're coming from and maybe in a different life under the same circumstances Maybe I would have done the same thing you did. So you go first. for that one was be more. This nigga, are you, are you serious? I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> he falls in every category. I can't think of like you should have put him at the best overall. I can't then. think of like a a, a sympathetic. What's so, what's so uh, sympathetic villain. about him? Repeat that again. Sorry. Sympathetic? <laughs> yeah. So sympathetic. So somebody who, and I, I tried not to put like a bunch of like villains turned heroes, like, you know, Vegeta and Piccolo and things like that, but like a sympathetic villain. So somebody who, where you're like, okay, like how you said with Thanos, like I agree with you to an extent where I, or have you seen Black Panther? Yes. So the villain Killmonger, he was only looking out for Himself. black people around the world. And, you know, from growing up in the ghetto, he was like, okay, well, if Wakanda has all these resources and resources, um, you should to uplift. You should share it with the black people in the world because, you know, they come from Africa as well. The way he went about it was, you know, kind of fucked up. And then he had like this whole divide and conquer thing. Well, so, yeah, because he had a he had a, a he had a small vendetta, too. Like it wasn't you know, just like it's a villain. It's a villain thing. But yeah, as far as like somebody who you can sympathize with. So somebody who maybe is trying. I don't know if you've seen there's a um, there's a sketch where P Captain Planet is played by Don Cheeto. I'm going to put it in the video version, but he's like this. There's like a Rick and Morty episode about it, too, where you know the the human man or whatever is fucking up the planet so in captain planet or in rick and morty's planetina uh don cheeto is killing all these people who are fucking up the planet and he thinks he's doing the right thing because he's trying to save the planet yeah but he's killing people he's killing like you know fathers and mothers so you know we're a villain where if it wasn't for the killing like you could even say maybe like light is a sympathetic villain um for me i have two so like I said, I try not to do any kind of like villains turned heroes. I do have Scar on here from Full Metal. Yes, I can see. I think Where we talked about it in the Full Metal Alchemist. We yeah, definitely did. That he's like just a product of his environment. He's just like, you know, trying to get revenge from his brother. And the alchemists, um, like the state alchemists or whatever that he's trying to get revenge from, they do deserve to die. Like they started this war and they are instigating and they're like perpetuating this like system of oppression. And, you know, he's... He's the hero of his story. I think we had mentioned that he might be not, that he's just like a terrorist, you know, especially like with his brown complexion. And he does kind of like kill people indiscriminately. Like, you know, just because you put on a badge and a, a, a suit or whatever. Doesn't make you a, a bad guy. A bad guy you know? automatically, yeah. So that's where he was. That's where he took it too far, where I think he is still a villain. Um, and he, even though this is a spoiler for... Um, yeah, but it's the same. Full it's metal. the same vice versa. Just because you're brown and from a different country... Doesn't mean you're a terrorist. Yeah, but whoever starts shooting first usually is the one in the wrong. Yeah, of course. And that was him for a long time. Like as soon as he woke up, 
from the war or whatever. He's like, like there's people taking care of him when he woke up. But he wasn't, and he just starts killing them. Yeah, but he like wasn't the fucking sh- doctors. He didn't shoot first, though. He I mean, shot he, first, bro. He's, so okay, in, in in a situation like in in a room where you, you know I walk, you walk into the room, and then I shoot you. I'm the one who shot first. But you know, if you shot me yesterday, then you're the one who shot me. First. <laughs> really, yes. So, okay, okay. So if if I come into a room and I shoot you, right, right, at that moment, I'm the one who instigated it. Right. Right. Okay. But if I shoot you, you knock out. You wake up the next day. I come back in the room. Are you still mad? Because that was old shit. Oh, shit. Listen that was some, yesterday. Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> why are you bringing up old shit, man? That was yesterday, bro. Right. Today's a new day, man. I don't got nothing against you. <laughs> like, now, um, if you shoot me today, bro. you're instigating it. Hey, you know. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> that's, that's, so that's what happened with Scars. Like, I know, I know, he, I know. He didn't start this war, but he, he didn't. He didn't. He's he trying was, to finish he it. Was a, he was a product of what happened during this war. But right. yes, when he was brought up and he was being helped by these doctors. Yeah. He ended up killing them, but I also think that he PTSD kind of was involved in that too. Because bit. you imagine waking up, he knew up. what he was doing when he went to the um, wherever they wherever this takes place and starts killing like all of the state alchemists. He doesn't even know these people. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. So it's just uh, it's I guess in a sense of revenge, yeah. in a sense of maybe he did have PTSD. I do believe he had PTSD. He did. He did. Um, he definitely did. And all that you know comes into play. Now, am I am I justifying what he did was right? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't think it was right. You know okay. what I mean? Like you said, like a lot of these people, just because you put on a badge and a uniform, doesn't automatically make you a bad person, right? You know, I think it's a huge dilemma that we deal with in the real world, too. Go ahead. I don't, I don't want to dive into that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to make this podcast too long. I don't want to dive into that. But I do think it plays into the real world. So right. Just- so so I, I had him, but I kind of wasn't like happy with that um, because I do like Piccolo. You know, he's a bad guy. But do I sympathize with him? Not really. With Vegeta? Neither. Not really. So with, I don't you know, with, with Out of all those like, you know, villains turned heroes, I think Scar fit the bill. Um, but another one that I have is and I look, you know, I looked this up. And I love this anime. Uh, I have the manga in the podcast room, uh, Cells at Work. So they, they have an episode where they go and they deal with cancer. Okay. So the cancer cell is, they paint it, you know, in the anime as like this sympathetic villain who's just eating and just doing what they're supposed, what they're programmed to, to do, do, which is just like replicate themselves and like, you know, uh, I forget the word. It starts with a P, um, not populate proliferate maybe mm-hmm. um where they're just like you know how it is like with cancer and you know I, I work for cancer for a cancer facility the cancer cells they just they hijack our bodies like way of reproducing certain things like you know liver cells or lung cells and just kind of like create more cancer cells that eat a lot of our nutrients and like take a lot of our strength but they don't replace you know what they're supposed to with the with the lung cells and the liver cells or whatever so um, and this yeah. is not a good way of explaining cancer, <laughs> but in the show, they do a good job. I love the show. Cells at work. There's not, it's not really a spoiler. I definitely think you should check it out. But the way that they paint it, like in the episode, like he's just like, oh, why do you have to kill me? I'm just, you know, just trying to live and I'm just trying to know, do my job. Just trying to do my job. Like, like this is what I was like programmed guys, to do. Yeah. You guys kill me. The uh, immune system, they kill cancer indiscriminately and you know what you're doing in an anime they have it like so they're like kids so like oh i'm a little kid cancer cell and they're like fuck you cancer and they kill Kill him (laughs) yeah so that's what you want your body to do (laughs) but then again the immune system right say is you the cancer can see the immune system as being evil right like even 
because the immune system is doing its job. Right. You know what I mean? And the same thing, the cancer is doing what it's programmed to do. Right. So it's just a war. So it's just a war between, you know, what their what their beliefs are, basically. You know, immune system believes is that if you don't belong in this world of mine, right. I'm getting rid of you. Don't right. care if you're young. Don't care if you're old. Don't care if you're not even doing anything wrong to, to the body. Yeah. I'm still going to attack you. Because you Just because you're a foreign. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You're a foreign person. Well, no, not even cancer. You have cancer all up in you, bro. It's no, just, we... It's just... So they have it... I love this show. The NK cells, these cells are in your body always fighting cancer. So as soon as like cancer like starts to bubble up, boom, they kill it. Like cancer comes from within you. A lot of times there are things that like give you cancer radiation and shit like that. Yeah. But... No, yeah. no, but still like... I, I'm just saying like in the immune system... Yeah, I got you. It's, it's just... They're just programmed. And even if it's like a, a foreign substance... Even if it's not hurting the body per se or like being right destructive, right. it still tries to get rid of it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, that's what I'm trying to say. Like where they all have a purpose and it comes back to like, you know, there's, there's no really wrong and right. Because if you look at it from every point of view, if you look at it from the cancer's point of view, like you said, he's, it's just like, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to eat. I'm meant to reproduce yeah. and kind of spread. That's what I'm meant to do. The same thing with the um, immune system. Like, well, I'm meant to, you know, my purpose in this world is to eliminate people like you or like yeah. things like you yeah. because yeah, really. you don't belong. So it's, you know. The way they do the episode is really nice. Like, it's, so it's a, not a two-parter, but he shows up in the previous episode and then he has his own episode. Definitely check it out. Sells at work. I love this manga. I just love the I've seen, magic um, school bus type of episodes. You know, when, yeah, they, it when is. they go into the body and like, I've seen like uh, two episodes from them. And I think one of the episodes was a bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the red blood cell right. was looking for... Uh, or the red blood cells are delivering oxygen yeah, yeah. throughout the body. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. It's sure, like a UPS kind of like, oh, I'm here to deliver the oxygen to the kidneys. <laughs> right. And they I'm here at like the kidney food. department. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a virus or, yeah, it was a virus that presented itself. And then I think the T cells, yep. which were the all white so, ones. No, no, no. Those are the white blood cells. Yeah. Wasn't it the T cells that showed up? No, the T cells are the black ones. They have like kill oh. on, on the top of the head. There's yeah. a killer T cells and the white blood cells. The white blood cells is like, I don't know if you've seen Osmosis Jones. Yes, he's a I white. Love that he's movie. a white blood. With Eddie Murphy, right? Uh, I think was it's it? Chris Rock? Chris Rock? I, I think it's Chris Rock. Probably, but he he's a white blood cell. So that's what white blood cells do in your body. They're the blood cells that kill like bacteria and like you know take care of the body. Yeah, I love that show. I don't know. Like I can't remember. I, I saw it on Hulu. I was like, there's no way this show exists. <laughs> I know, right? It's bro. I'm telling you, they they can come up with anything and just slap it and make it an anime. I love anime. There's an anime for everybody. For everything. Everybody, yes. everything. There's it's crazy. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah. So I already, I already gave you my lamest villain, uh, but I know you probably have the most slept on villain. Do you have somebody for most slept on? Oh, I'll slept tell me it's on. moron. It's Morin. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not slept on. Everybody knows about Morin. They do, I yeah. think a slept on villain is um Don Flamingo. Don Flamingo. From One Piece. One Piece. Spoilers for One Piece. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for One Piece. So ahead, Give it to me. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of One Piece. I'm reading it. He, if he's not in Skypea, I don't know this guy. No, no. He's in the Dressrosa, Dressrosa arc. Um, so basically, Don Flamingo is like an underground criminal. Um, he works for Kaido. Okay. So he helps Kaido in a sense of providing him with artificial devil fruits that he and Caesar made together. Okay. Um, he also provides him with weapons, especially from uh, what's that um scientist's name? His name is Punk Kid Punk. So this is a scientist, like he's a he makes like crazy weapons. I think it was called or Draft Punk. 
I can't remember something punk. So he produces weapons and gives it to um the army of Kaido. And he's also controls the underworld. So Don Flamingo, I think, is very underrated. But one thing that I really love about Don Flamingo is the way he dresses. Okay. <laughs> he just has this like pimp kind of mm. like wardrobe. He has the loafers. He has the, you know, the the these pants. I think they're called high waters because it's above the ankle. <laughs> yeah, caprice. Right. And then he has this like freaking like flamingo feather kind of like uh jacket on top of him. And nice. he and then he got those badass glasses, sunglasses. He just looks fucking badass, bro. And I think he slept on because like this dude pushes Luffy when they finally fight. So his he has um a devil fruit. His devil fruit is called the um Ito Ito no Mi fruit, which literally means um the string string fruit. String so string? The string string fruit. So he has the power to create these strings. Ooh, um nice. think about it like fish wire. You know what I mean? They're they're very light, really hard to see. Okay. They're very thin, but they're very durable. They're sharp, so they can be used as knives, so he can cut things. Um, he can also use it to like puppeteer other people mm-hmm. and kind of make them do the <clears throat> bidding. Um, and then he can also suspend himself. Like he can stand, like he can like be like Spider-Man. He can put like one string from one building to one building and he can stand on top of it. And it looks like he's floating or flying because you can barely see the string. So he's like levitating, but he's really not. And this was um, the arc where they talked about, I don't know if you heard about the awakening. So basically like being able to fully indulge yourself into your devil fruit. You know, like Luffy has... Like, I don't want to, like, um, spoiler alert here, but, like, in the manga, Luffy's able to go into gear five, mm-hmm. right? So, he's, like, elevating his or finding ways to elevate his devil fruit. Yeah. But uh, in future, we find out that the fruit that he thinks he has, which is the elastic fruit. The gum gum fruit. The gum gum fruit is really not the gum gum fruit. Really? It ends up being a different fruit. So, that's spoiler alert. I don't really want to go into it like that. Okay. But... He was able to actually do an awakening. So instead, everything he touches became string. So like if he wanted a whole building, it will become. This is Don Flamingo. Don Flamingo. It will become string. So he was able to like actually turn his outside world into what his fruit is. Okay. So strength. So that's how he became so powerful. I mean, at the end of the day, Luffy did take him down. But I thought he was just like a mastermind. He was just like. A gangster. Really? Really what it was, he was a gangster. You know what I'm talking about? He was just doing what he was supposed to do, being a menace. He, you know, he he didn't really have like a huge objective. His objective was just to help Kaido do what he needed to do. And in the end of the day, he was being paid. You know what I mean? He had his own country to run. He had people that worked for him. He was like the headmaster of like the underground criminal world. He was just Don Flamingo. <laughs> right you know what i mean so you're saying he slept on though because what people really like uh blackbeard and well yeah i mean i feel like probably. eventually like a lot of these villains especially in one piece because there's so many yeah um they get slept on because like once they move to the next arc you have the next the new the new baddest villain right that is introduced to fight luffy you know what i mean like so you had like i think before don flamingo it was like croc crocodile uh, was his name he was in um you should you should be there the guy uh the, the shark guy who no no the, there was the shark guy yeah right but then there's a crocodile he had like a hook hand he looked like the guy from peter pan i think i know you're talking about in the desert yeah he was in the desert yeah yeah um so you know i think it was before that yeah 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 so, the, you know, of course, every arc has their new villain, Kaido, Big Mama, and then they're going to move on to the next, you know, the next emperor or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like Don Flamingo slept on. He's currently right now in jail. So he's not dead. He's in jail. 
Maybe but he's going to have a comeback. Yeah, I think he's going to have a comeback. They're going to break him out, bro? Hell yeah, bro. This should break down. Oh, man. Don Flamingo, <laughs> beast. I think he was a very underrated character. Um, maybe not at that moment when he was first presented, yeah, but now he, was he the is. Guy. Okay. How about you? Who's your underrated character? Underrated? Do you have one? I don't really have an underrated. Feel like I should. Just because like how you said, like whenever there is a villain in an anime, he is like the biggest, baddest villain until the next one. Until the next one. Yep. So as far as like underrated, nah, I don't really have one. I don't know. I've, so I've been watching Demon Slayer. So I, we're telling <laughs> you my favorite Demon Slayer or my favorite demon is the third rank. Um, I forget his name already. I know we just did an episode about it. Akaza. Akaza. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about the one that fought um, uh, the flame. Yeah, um, Son Goku. Yeah. I mean, he was the shit in that movie, but then now they treat him like he's like shit. They, they're like, they don't. He was the shit in that movie because he was strong enough. He is the third to go. Yeah. So but remember, like the second and the first. Him being third means that there's two more right, demons right, right. on top of him that are probably way stronger. And if you saw the episode for this new season, you'll see how strong they truly are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy. Okay. So they have the second demon. No, no spoilers. No spoilers, bro. What do you mean? I'm not, oh, no, no spoilers. No ahead, spoilers. But there's ahead. a second demon. Right. And my part that really showed like how strong they really are was there's this, there's like this little scene yeah. where the second demon like appears to the meeting that uh, Musen had like, you know, called everybody for. Right, right. And he like puts his hand around your favorite character, number three demon. Right. And the number, number two demon is like, no, number three demon is like pissed. Like, because he's like, why, why are you taking this so lightly? Like, I'm not your friend. <laughs> right. And then he like, like literally chops off number two's face, like half of his face. Yeah. And number two is not even like stuttered or like laughing. impressed or like in any way possible. He's just like, I'm going to just read. You know what I mean? Like he, he wasn't even scared. Like it didn't even face him. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy. And then there's like a little part where they showed the number one demon, well, not Moosin, but like the number one. Yeah. Um, which is supposed to be like behind Moosin in power level. And he, they're they are both well except the number two because i think number two is kind of like shows like he really doesn't give a fuck he doesn't really like he doesn't show any type of fear towards anybody not even moves in himself i think it was like i think it was shown and presented that way like he didn't really because everybody was scared moosin except two and one or i don't think they're really that afraid of moosin right like per se but everybody below that like three four and five they're fucking terrified of him even um who was that guy the guy in the pot yeah. Was like, master, whatever you want, master. Yeah. And then like the fifth one was like literally on his knees. Like, why did you call us master? Please, I'm here for you. Like, yeah, the, you know what I mean? Like they're all the kissing the ass. Yeah. They're all there to kiss ass except for number two and one. Number two don't give a fuck. Number one doesn't either. Like they're they're, they're going to do whatever they want regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Musa knows that. He was like, but they're strong. So I keep them around. But you can see in Musa's face on that episode that like, he's irritated. Like he's like, I don't even know why I have you guys here. <laughs> yeah you guys show no results <laughs> that's what he said that's what he said to the third one yeah you guys show no results you killed one hashira and i'm yeah. supposed to be <laughs> i know racing right? you guys for that <laughs> like that's your... other hashiras yeah like that that should be easy yeah that should be like that should be like your morning walk right, right. you should go out there every morning and kill a hashira <laughs> i know right and get some coffee and come back and then you guys come to me like oh well i got rid of one of the hashiras you want me to praise you for that yeah you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. 
So I'm, that's what we were talking about in, the, in, the, in our Demon Slayer episode. Like, you know, they do respect the Hashiras to an extent, but not like to the level where they're afraid of them. Just that they know that there's somebody that they have to contend with. Yes. So I thought that was actually pretty um, funny. Who do you have for your overall best villain? So I have some honorable mentions before I get into mine. And I'll do the honorable mentions and then I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll so do you. the honorable mentions. Go ahead. So I haven't seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I heard that Dio is a really good villain. He's just like a, not a constant, but he's a villain that is like, I don't even know what the word I'm trying to say, but he is a, not even consecutive. I don't want to get too caught up on words, but he's a villain that is like throughout other seasons where he's like, he always has like an ancestor because that's what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is. Okay. It's like following this family. Uh, I don't know if it's the Joestar family, but it's family line through different time periods. So Dio is another family member that follows as an antagonist to this Joestar family. Okay. Or, you know, the Jojo I, family. I've, I've never, I've seen Jojo Bizarre. Like, I really, really, I promise you guys, I really tried my best <laughs> to get into it. Like, because right. I, I know people talk about it. I see it everywhere. I hear a lot of good things about and it. I, yeah, I'm always hearing like really good things about it. Like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think, remember we went to Best Buy to buy some um, podcast equipment and right. we saw, met that guy and we, we started talking about the Jojo Bizarre Adventures and he was praising it. Yes. He was praising how, like, how good it is, the artwork, the animation, the story, how funny, how complex, how weird at the same time. And like I said, I promise I watched probably the first um, season, which was about like the vampire thing and yeah. the mask. I just couldn't get into it. And then when but I started the, first the season second is very season, different from the, like it doesn't get good every season until, is different, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, because it, it, it was weird because the way it ended on the first season, I was like, OK, okay cool, 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 cool. This is our second season. I think it was going to start off, you know, based off like first season. Yeah, it yeah. was it was like a Wild West thing. <laughs> and it was like, I'm like, wait, what happened to the old characters? What happened to the mask? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it was like a whole like I was just I'm like, did I miss something? Was there something in between? Was there a movie maybe that then led to <laughs> season two, like the bridge? I didn't I, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't I didn't get it you know and i feel like somebody's gonna say well, like well maybe you're not smart enough to understand very complex anime no, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't think it's even that it. complex to begin with it's just weird does that make like weird in a good way but it's just it's, weird it's just anime it's 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 very anime so but i've, the, I've seen like pictures and like you know clips and like you know my my friends cannot stop talking about this fucking anime they have a joke where everything is a jojo's reference like they can just reference jojo for anything <laughs> so it is very much anime. It is. But it's not like a distilled anime. It is like, you know, a outskirts of what anime is. Like once you get anime, then you can kind of like, you know, see. Like how crazy things can actually yeah. get. And one thing I've always want to say is like, just because everybody's into certain a certain anime does not mean know, that you have to be in it too. Like we're not I, here I to feel. discriminate. Like I understand like some people are, as long as you, I feel like as long as you watch anime, as long as you're part of the anime community and contribute to it, you know, and, and, and are willing to jump in and just, you know, give your overall thoughts and opinions about something. Mm -hmm. That's great. I feel like that's that's a positive. And like I said, like I I don't think that every anime is for everybody. 
You know what I mean? Some people are into certain anime. Some people are into certain other types of anime. It's still anime, but, you know, different criterias. But I know Jojo Bizarre's Adventure is definitely not the anime for me. Yeah. And it seems like it's definitely not the anime for you. I try to give it a, a chance and I just, you know. As long as you try, right? I try. That's I, what really matters. As I long as we try. I think I should try to give it a, a show. You know, I think we should do an episode on it if we can. Like maybe season two, maybe season three. But that's the thing. I don't want to do an episode on something I don't believe in or I don't like because oh, I don't want to discriminate the people that actually do like it. Right. And then we get bashed because like, how do you not like Jojo? Like, how do you not get it? No, but I don't, if you watch it, you'll be able to explain why you don't like it though. What? I just explained right now. I know you did. How <laughs> I went from a season. From a season season one to season two and i didn't understand the difference but like you, i thought it was just you, random yeah, yeah but you, you just have to take it how it is it's a random it's random it's random as fuck it's a bizarre adventure so i've heard that it doesn't get great until the third season <sighs> i know but that's see, a- and that's the thing too i don't like that because i hate when um especially when i tell people like oh you should definitely watch this anime but i know it doesn't get great until like after season four but that's how some shows can i are. just start after season four you like can, you can with jojo it I mean, seems they, like you can't because it's not shame like you for for skipping parts because it's not even seasons they call it parts they'll shame you but it, you know fuck them like you, you, you just <laughs> fuck try those shamers fuck the shamers bro just try to get it because you know like the first season is very different from what it becomes and once it gets going then it is just like this big rollicking adventure you know that you're on it becomes more these. colorful right because yeah. now that i'm thinking about it season one was kind of like black and white kind of <laughs> yeah. like more humanized so yeah and season, then yeah. season two it kind of like went off Ran off rails. No, I man, was like, without getting in, like, or I, I do think we should do a JoJo's episode about it. Maybe season two, maybe season three. We'll get somebody on the show. Maybe that maybe somebody we'll, that likes it that maybe can, can explain, explain to us. us. <laughs> yeah, actually, that would be a pretty good episode. Yeah, like I said, like we're not we're not like discriminating JoJo Bizarre Friends. Like, don't watch it. Like, if you like it, watch it. If I've heard you're a those lot people, of good things about it. Yeah, and but like I said, I just I couldn't get into it. It seems like Xavier couldn't. But we, if we did a podcast, I would definitely love it if I we can bring somebody on board that is a huge. Jojo Bizarre Adventure so that way they can kind of like break it down to us so like what are we missing maybe there's a key component or like I you said it. maybe it's it. like just, you gotta keep watching and then it just gets better it does yeah. and then you start like that's, you that's, know loving the characters say. a lot of shows are like that though like the Simpsons is like that Bob's Burgers like that have you seen like the first seasons of like South Park and Seinfeld it's like oh I, I, so I like weird. Seinfeld but I I do remember the first couple of episodes. It was just like they're trying to fight their footing. If that makes sense, that's all you should. I think it's just like us too. Like I feel like right, as right. our episodes, as we keep going, our right. episodes will get better. Right. But maybe somebody who watches episode one is like, oh, they sound cringy. They sound kind of like all over Clunky the place. And yeah, because we're still finding our footing. We're st- and I think we're still at this very moment. I'm not saying that we found our space in the anime community. If that right. makes sense, we're still kind of trying to get out there. And then once we get out there we'll figure out like okay where in this anime community does the norm fit in and then that's where we can finally like capitalize and on laser that point and, and be like okay oh the norm falls in this category of the anime community and that's where we'll like you know that's where our real footing will come in yeah and then i think that's when we become more of like a staple in the anime community kind of thing so but it's all finding you know your footing and where you fit and then you know what works better for sure. Well, I definitely don't want to leave out Dio. So that's my honorable mention. Um, so I was tied between, or let me get, let you go first. No, no, go ahead. So I was tied for, for my best overall villain. I was tied between Madara from Naruto and Frieza 
from Dragon Ball. So when I say best overall, I don't mean like the smartest and the strongest or, you know, because neither of these, I don't even say neither, but like Madara is a little bit more sympathetic than Frieza. But I don't know if you had to break the tie on this one, what would you do or what do you have for yours? I just think that Madara is like such a great villain because he is, you know, in a way like Naruto and again, spoilers for Naruto and Dragon Ball with this. The way Naruto and Sasuke just like battle each other, that's kind of like how the first Hokage and Madara are, where they are just like these, they're not even just like Romeo and Juliet, but like there's they're from these two clans that hate each other and they find friendship. And then, you know, trying to build up this village, something happens and then, you know, it fucks up the friendship and then they're doomed is, to fight for all eternity. It was like the nature of their upbringing. Right. And I feel like that upbringing was already set in stone. Like, I know they they both, uh, Madara and um, the first Okage, tried to build something together in a sense like, like um, let's come together, let's, let's Start you know, the peace, village. Like a peaceful village. Like, we, it doesn't have to be the, um, you what is, what is their clan called? The Uchiha. Uchiha's versus... Um, Usumakis. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to be a, oh, a clash cool. between them. Like, the, let's find something mutual. And, and that's what they were trying to do. But in it, then it, it was still set in stone. Like, the, they still didn't look at... Uchiha? Uchiha. It's not Uzumaki, though. It's... um. I thought it was a Uzumaki clan. I don't think so. Maybe it is, but... um. Yeah, it's a Uzumaki clan. Uzumaki? I think so. Yeah. I, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure... But now you're making me doubt myself. <laughs> but um, they don't come here for facts. They come in for the vibes. Yeah, the vibes. <laughs> All right. So in the end of the day, I feel like it was still set in stone. Like they were still meant to. It's like a fate. You okay. know what I mean? It's like once fate is written in stone, like it, no matter what they do is going to happen. And I think we talked about this with the whole like butterfly effect. Like, right. well, like uh, if somebody was, was meant to die, no Tokyo matter how Revengers. many times you go. Yeah, Tokyo Revenge. No matter how many times you go in the, in the you know, in the past and try to change something, eventually it's still set in stone. It's going to happen happen one way or another you know what i mean so i think that's what it was meant like even though they tried to come together it was still set in stone and fate that they were supposed to be like mortal enemies yeah or rivals or rivals mainly rivals that's what it was it was just rivals and of course is just so strong he's so strong he's so like tactical like that whole scene well he figured out a way to become like unlimited strong yeah yeah, before he died. <laughs> before he died. Like, he tried to figure out, like, there is a way for me to beat. I wish I knew his name, but Hokage number one. It starts with an H. Nah, I think, it's, is it Hashirama? Hashirama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, in the end of the day, like, you know, he he played the long game. He's like, I'm not strong now, but in the future, I'll find a way. Yeah. And that's what he did. He found a way. He became what he is now. You know what I mean? He acquired these powers. He acquired the ultimate Shargon. He acquired the, you know, whatever he needed to acquire in order to become as strong as he is. So that's your honorable mention. No, no, no. So, that I, so I'm tired between. So the, oh. I like Madara because he just fits all these things because he is strong. He is smart. He's kind of sympathetic. I just like Frieza because he's so deliciously evil. He is. <laughs> he's he like, is. you know, you don't you don't have to sympathize with him and you he, don't. he gets beat by Goku. Um, but he, Goku tries to sympathize with him a bunch of times. I know. What a fool. Like he really tries to like there's some good in Frieza. I'm like, there is no, good, no good in good Frieza. In Frieza the only reason Frieza allows himself to kind of like be his friend it's just because he knows that goku will whoop his ass if he falls out of line does that make sense you know what i mean like if you if you can't beat him join him and that's what frieza does yeah if i can't be you know goku as much as he hates these fucking monkeys right i guess i just have to join him for the time being until he figures out a plan to like beat them again but 
yeah. he, and he's OG. He's like, you know, oh, yeah. one of the original anime bad guys. Like, I know there's obviously others, all, others before Frieza. But yeah. as far as like Shonen, like the way that you have like the hero and then you just introduce a villain, alien figure force that kind of has to challenge your hero. He is so evil. Yeah. He's so strong, too. So I will say maybe like Madara is above Frieza. But as far as like, you know. Because that's what I had for the topic, you know, best overall villain. So for me, best overall, overall uh, it just popped to my head right now, is uh, Susuke Aizen from Bleach. So from him, he is strong. Mm-hmm. Adventure, and he plays his character as like he is not strong. He's like weak. He needs help. But he is strong. He does have a crazy motive. And the motive is basically to take over the whole Bleach world, per se. Like he has his own beliefs and he feels like his beliefs are better than what the original beliefs are in that world. So he wants to change that. And he's also a scientist, so he experiments a lot. Okay. But he's intelligent because everything that was done in the Bleach world was basically his plan to begin with. So the whole Ishiko thing, spoilers alert, because you learned this through the blood arc. That he, Damn, thousand year blood work? That, yeah. Oh, they, wow. basically, they, they basically explain how Ishiko was technically like a, ended up being like a, a project of Aizen to begin with. So he was kind of like, he managed to create Bleach in a sense by manipulating certain things. And that's how Ishiko <laughs> ended up having like all these powers, like the Soul Reaper. Um, he ended up having the powers of... Um, I'm also not too caught up on Bleach either. So he has like all the major the major powers. Like he's a combination of all three worlds. Okay. So you have, like I said, um, we got the Soul Reapers, the Quincy's, and then the Soul Eaters. I don't I forgot. I don't think they're Soul Eaters. They're, they're the demons part of it. And so he's a combination of all three of them. He ends up finding out later that it was because of Aizen, that he is who he is. So I thought that was pretty dope how like it all ended up falling to ice and and his huge master plan of okay. taking over the world, you know. Okay. So I think he falls in all those good categories. I think a lot of people would definitely put say him, put, him put, him, there. put him up there. Definitely for sure. Okay. Maybe I didn't explain it too right, but I, I feel like you get the gist. No, for sure. For sure. So who did you end up picking, though, between Madara and I have to put Frieza? Both. I, have to, I have to cop out, bro. I have to, I have to, I have to choose them both. You got to choose them both? You for, can't? For different reasons. I feel like Madara just is an overall, like, more dynamic villain. Uh-huh. But I just love how evil Frieza is. Like, you don't have to have, like, this, like, how are we talking about Attack on Titan? You don't have to have this villain that you're like, okay, well, he's doing the right thing and da 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 Sometimes you need to just say raw just a raw evil person to challenge the hero because you know goku is just raw good yeah so no matter what he does he does it out of the pure of heart right so moderate you know? he talks shit about all the kages like oh you guys think you guys are so smart you guys are the fucking kages of these different villages like you guys don't care about shit all you care about is your throne and then he challenges them and then he kicks their ass and fights them and it's just like that fight is so badass too so because i don't know i can't remember like a good not a good freezer fight but a freezer fight that tops anything with madara so frieza fight yo i can't that tops madara that tops even that opening scene or just like any anything i think the best frieza fight probably in his whole anime career tell me um or was it his movie resurrection no i think it was um his fight between goku and the namek oh the first one yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. i think that was his best fight yeah that's when he really because that's when you really see him push himself 
I know. He goes 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes 100%. He throws everything he could at Goku. He tried to manipulate him at the end. And Goku And blow up the planet with yeah. a bitch move, bro. <laughs> Never mind. Frieza, you knocked off, bro. That's Frieza, bro. <laughs> like, that's just his his mindset. And that's how he always will be. That's why he's such a beloved character, I think, in the in the Dragon Ball fans. You love to hate him. Yeah. you just It's a character you just love to hate. Yeah, so that's, sure. that's that's villains though. So you know that's our yeah. villains episode. Let's go ahead and get into the next segment of the show, bro. Go for it. What what you're reading? What you're watching? What you're playing? So Lewis, what you're reading? What you're watching? What you're playing? Reading, watching, and playing. Let's see. Reading. Have I read anything new, manga wise or book wise? No, I have not been reading anything. Nothing new. So I'm gonna skip that part. No reading. No reading for Lewis. No reading. No reading. Watching. I'm watching a lot of new shows. So um, one. Dr. Stone. Okay. I okay. just got, I watched the last episode of season one. Okay. Then there was a movie. Was there a movie? Yes. There was a movie in between season one and season two, which the movie consists of them finding um, their captain because they're making a boat because they want to go venture into other islands or other territory um, to find more resources and to find out about this. Cause they were also running out of um, what that nitrate um, liquid thing that was supposed to like break them from that rock thing, yeah. rock formation. Yeah. They were running out of that. So they have to look for more resources. So in order for them to do that, they have to build a ship in order for them to build a ship. They need somebody to navigate them. So they need the best of the best. Right. So they ended up finding him. And I think that was the movie, which then leads to season two. So now they're building the ship. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm at the last episode, which I think is episode five or six right now. On oh, season, season two? two. Yeah. So okay, that's okay. what I've been watching. And then um, there's this show. There's two other shows. So besides, um, oh, of course, Demon Slayer, the new season. So I'm watching Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone. I and there's Dr. two Stone, honorable right? shows that I want to mention. Hell's Paradise. Okay. Is that an anime? Yes. So it's supposed to be this new anime. Of course, the manga. <laughs> People who read manga are way ahead again. But I'm watching the it's animation. Fine, manga. <laughs> I'm watching the animation and okay. it's supposed to be like a... Re- it's good so far. I like it. I'm, I'm waiting for them to kind of go more into detail about like this hell paradise world i know there's more into play because i've also been watching like youtube videos that talk about it of course from the manga point of view um why, why do you ruin shows like that for yourself bro? I, I love lo- i love knowing things you know what i mean i know but you don't even <laughs> love enjoying it just, just i didn't know, know but i still enjoy it like yeah. i still enjoy it but I'm you talking, have questions i was talking questions to my son that can't be that. answered why why are Read you it holding edit. yourself from ans- from answering questions that you know because there's I'll, answers out there for it already <laughs> answers <laughs> you know what i mean so i i kind of like you know seen videos where they talk about the manga so but i've also been watching the animation so i want to point out hell's paradise is really good so far mm-hmm. um like i said i'm just waiting in the animation to like explain more about like this world um and then the other show that is actually pretty funny is called um, Mashi, which I think is uh, is Magic and Muscles. Oh, homeboy told me to watch it. So yeah, it's yeah. a combination of One Punch <laughs> right. and Harry Potter. Yes, that's exactly how you it, said it. it. It's a perfect combination of that. So basically it's about this. The main character, he has no magical power. Yeah. But he is built like Saitama. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so in this world... If you have no magical power, you're technically kind of like disowned. They want to get rid of you. You're a muggle. You, you're basically, yeah, you're <laughs> you, a muggle. For, for you they Harry don't Potter want fans. you. They don't want you at all. They, they, they'd rather you die. 
being honest okay. because they want to live in this world that is run by magic but people who can actually do magic now cool, a telling of that you have magical powers is when you're born you have kind of like a black scar line on your face it could be like a zigzag it could be a line across your face but that is like a, a huge telling that you have magical powers um and one thing that they showed is the more magic lines you have technically like the more gifted you are for magic okay you know so you're more gifted you're more powerful you have more magical powers you you know what i mean so he doesn't have any magic um but does he have lines he he ends up getting a, a fake line because he ends up joining one of these top magical schools and a way to prove to the to himself and to everybody that you don't need magical powers to succeed so his is all about muscles so but he's very <laughs> like he's very direct so in the sense, like there was a scene in the very beginning, episode one, where like this magical guy comes out and he's like, OK, I'm going to test you guys. This is like the um, entry exam. If you guys pass, you will enter into the magical school. So I'm the one giving out the test. So there's a test where he like pulls up like he's like he like magically makes like desks and chairs out of rock using his magic wand. And the, the main character, he's like, well, why don't you just take us to a classroom? Don't you guys not have classrooms here? Like, why waste all your magical power and your strength just to build something when there's already a perfectly good classroom with desks and chairs? And then there's a part, too, like he has he tests them. He makes a maze, uses his magical power. And he makes the maze out of the rocks. Instead, this man is so strong. Instead of doing the maze, he just goes right through it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, maze complete. And the guy's like, no, you're not. No. You're supposed to actually do the maze. You know what I mean? Not just go right through. He's like, well, I, the goal is to basically end up out of the maze, right? Yeah. This is not what I did. <laughs> so I, it's just very funny. He's just very direct with that. Like he's just his mentality is so direct and he uses brute strength to achieve what he needs to achieve. You know, and um, so it's kind of like that sounds like he's like, why do magical people use their wands to drink coffee? Why can't it just grab the fucking mug? And drink it like you don't need magical. You don't. There's Pomp, certain pompous things. magician. Yeah, like there's certain things that he even sees. He's like, there's you don't need magic for this. You're just showing off. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So he's like, you don't need it. And so his thought is like, I don't need magic. I can literally succeed without it. So it's it's pretty funny though. So you have like the concept of like. Okay, but you like you like you liking it though? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good so far. So those are the like three shows I would definitely recommend. I know Demon Slayer is number one. Right now, that's like the main go-to. And of course, the other two that I said, um, Hell's Paradise and um, Mashy Magic and Muscles. And of course, Dr. Stone. Yeah, no, I love Dr. Stone. I'm glad you're watching Dr. Stone. So, yeah, playing, um, still playing Call of Duty. I kind of, I know I really hyped up um, Hogwarts, but I kind of left it be. I don't know why. I just kind of like, <laughs> it just feels like I, I, when, when I pick it up, it's going to be the, one of those the games. Hype, the hype I, is gone? or I think it is. I think it is. It was hype at the moment because everybody was talking about it. Almost like every YouTube video was about <laughs> Hogwarts and how great it was. And they were praising it, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like old news. So it's like, you know what I mean? Not to say don't play it. I'm not saying I'm not discouraging anybody from not playing it. And I'm not discouraging anybody from picking it up. If you haven't yet, I think it's a very great game and it's worth the pickup. And especially now if it's like reduced in price. It's, I don't know if it is yet. I'm, I'm not sure if it is yet, but if it is, like if we find it on a uh, like on sale or something like that, definitely yeah, like a garage sale. You 
find it at the flea market. Somebody's, no, well, not that type of somebody, sale, somebody, bro. Giving away a, <laughs> the GameStop sale. Right. <laughs> I'm explaining. Right. Just you, two dollars you know, off. It, yeah, if you find it like on a sale on Best Buy or Target or you know wherever you get your games, I would definitely say it's, it's a good pickup. Yeah, it's a good pickup for sure. All right. How about you, bro? So reading. So I've been um, trying to do a D and D campaign. Okay. So I've been reading that camp. It's like a pre-written campaign, basically, that, you know, we find it along the way. It's called Lost Mind of Fandelver. So it's a campaign that my gamer group and I played once. We didn't make it all the way through, but I'm going to try my hand at being the dungeon master for it. So I've just been pl- reading that, you know, and then obviously, not obviously, but like, and some Dr. Stone and uh, One Punch, not One Punch Man. My son's reading One Punch Man. Dr. Stone, One Piece, and Keeping Up on Chainsaw. So that's like the latest thing that I've been reading, though. Lost Mind of Fendelver. So I finally got my D&D campaign going. We only had one session. We're, we're shooting for once a month. And then maybe we try to do like once every three weeks. So that's what I've been reading. Playing. I've been playing Magic the Gathering Arena. I'm going to drop my gamer tag over here, right here in the video version. In the podcast version, I think it's Young Morgan Freeman. Y-N-G Morgan Freeman. Okay. So if it's not that check the the video version but yeah i've just been playing that i just i love it and i've also been playing god of war so i'm actually getting through it too so god of war is getting pretty good too so how far you got into it uh you still like in the beginning parts or so i can't tell because i don't know where it where it ends but my friend fred came over to pick something up the other day he saw me playing it he says that i'm not at the good part yet <laughs> but i'm like getting there you're getting there i'm right? getting there and then it gets the good part and then it just like plateaus and then it ends but um definitely getting through that okay and then for watching so i've just been watching some stand-ups um i remember we were talking about it so i watched ali wong she's a comedian that i really like now i did she's an asian girl right she's an asian girl yeah did you see did she make that did you see that show i think she made called uh, beef? beef yeah well, a friend of mine told me to watch it she, said, she I, said I would really like it i, I saw i, I saw it yeah it's the good. whole thing it's it's, it's pretty good. good it's pretty good it's so it's so crazy of the adaptation uh, of like the actual hatred and road rage that's what like, uh, they opened up with. They lay yeah. off of it. Yeah. And then they make it into like this whole story, which I think is pretty cool. I, I need to check it out. I, I checked out the first episode, but I think I'm only halfway through the first episode. But she recommended it to me. And she said I would really like it. And, you know, she knows me well enough, I think, to know my my taste and things like that. Yeah. But no, Beef is actually a pretty good show. But she's good. So she, Ali Wong, she had a stand up called Don Juan. Um, Chris Rock, I saw his stand up. We saw I saw Marlon Wayne's his stand up. Oh, uh, God loves me. God loves me. Yeah. You saw it. I saw it. Really, really good. So then you saw Chris Rock, right? No, not Chris Rock. Um, is it Chris Rock? You saw. So you saw Chris Rock, right? Right, right, right. Which one had the better punchline to the whole uh, slap between Chris Rock and Will Smith? I feel like Marlon Wayne's because his whole standup was was about, was about that. So Chris Rock, you know, dabbled in and out, and he still, you know, was hitting his shit. But I don't know, man. Like I, I love Marlon Wayne's from like the Wayne's Brothers and you know White Chicks and yeah, um, all that stuff. But I didn't really know that I liked him like that as the standup comedian. No, he's good. man. I like him at uh, when he did Wokish. That was pretty good. Yes, but I yes. didn't really like see him as as that kind of guy. But so a little a little detail. Um, me and Xavier actually know. ended up going to our our comedy club here in Naples called Off the Hook Comedy Club. Yeah, we saw him, and we went to go see Marlon Wayne. So shout out if Marlon Wayne watches this is pretty be dope. But shout <laughs> out, man. He looked right at it me. It <laughs> was it was it was a very epic moment for me. I'm a huge huge fan of Marlon Wayne, like huge fan. We went and independent to, of each no, other. No, yeah, we did. We went. We, it wasn't like coordinated. No. or 
everything just I was like, like yo are you we here were, he's like yeah yeah i'm here <laughs> but um it was amazing to see this comedian this this guy um like in in person and not like i i just thought it was the best moment of my life i mean the, com- <laughs> the comedy hit the yeah. jokes hit yeah i mean he was on part he was on point and it's just it's i i wish one day i can get to that level of like being funny yeah you know what i mean like the storytelling that he does it, good, it hits it really does it's all a really emotional story too he yeah was, like you know. and that's what i'm saying like the point that thing that i like about him is that he's he can tell an emotional like a real emotional thing in his life and portray it into like something funny that he can later laugh about yeah. which i think that's all we need in life right so to turn something that literally is a very emotional or a very uh setback in our lives yeah. Um. And then turn it into something funny, something that we can laugh in the future. You know, what I mean, maybe he's hurting now because of whatever he's going through with his daughter. But, you know, making jokes about it, maybe not at the moment is funny or maybe his family doesn't see it as funny at the moment. But maybe there's something that they can laugh later in the future. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It was definitely real, real nice. Yeah. So, so I've been watching stand ups and then um, Morning Wayne, if you hear this, if you see this, <laughs> shout out, bro. Two fans, two fans, really big fans. So I've been watching Blue Lock off of your recommendation, and we're you know we are going to do an episode on it. So I've been watching Blue Lock. I I really like this anime. Blue Lock, <laughs> uh, bro. You, you were not overselling it. I was not, bro. It's good. It's yeah. good. I can't wait to make. What's that? The next episode? The next episode. Yeah. Next episode. And then I also been watching this show. A friend told me to watch uh, Banana Fish. So it's some anime that is on Amazon Prime. It's not for everybody, but. Um, is it like it's i love dark humor is it dark humor like it, it's dark like it's, it's like it's dark but there's no jokes in it there's like some jokes actually but there's no it's not it's there's there's a show on is it hbo max i think it's hbo max it's got a lot of heavy it is it's an it's hbo heavy. max anime <laughs> it's heavy no, yeah. no this is show it's heavy as hell it's called it's it's about like hell it's like it kind of reminds me of the office but like satan is your boss <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but it's 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 I, I had my girl watch the first episode and she was like, this is hardcore shit. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is like this is some hardcore, like really graphic, very dark humor. Oh, humor. Yeah, it is. It's like it's a it's a funny show. It's supposed to be funny, but it's very dark, dark. Like you, this is not for the faint of heart. It is very dark humor, and like I'm really into the dark shit. So no, it's it, <laughs> this banana fish. It's dark, but there's like um, it's just heavy, man. I I I don't even want to like ruin it here in this with this in the podcast, but it's it's kind of like gangster or gangsta. Have you seen gangsta on? They have it on Hulu, but it's also on Crunchyroll. It's it's not like Tokyo Revengers. You just got to check it out. I think we are going to do an episode about it. Not about Banana Fish, but like about the subject matter that is um, Banana Fish. Definitely been checking it out. Definitely took me like an episode or two to get used to it, but I found it along the way. So every time I watch an anime, I do kind of have to watch two animes at the same time because I don't like to like get too locked in on one. All right. Um, I just Googled it. So the show that I'm referring to is your your pretty face is going to hell. Pretty face is going to hell. Your pretty on, face on is HBO going Max. on HBO Max. That show is heavy. dark, heavy. Dark. <laughs> no, anyway, that's the that's the show. Well, that's the show. All right, so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up here. Let's wrap it. Let's <clears> wrap it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please remember to share this podcast with a friend and family member who likes anime or wants to get into anime, but isn't sure where to start. 
So this is the best place to start. Yes. Um, that's how we get more followers, more views, more likes. Um, so please share, share, share. Um, it's, it's what we need. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, like I was talking about a little bit earlier about us finding our footing. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to find our footing into the anime community. Um, and one thing I want to point out is um, we're not like your know-it-all anime elitist like you no. know we're right all the time like we're not right um it's very this is more yeah opinion based kind of like we both love anime um we both cherish it like we both are huge fans um and but we're not like you're know it all and like we'll drop facts here and there but most of it is like our opinion and what we think i want you guys to look at us like you're just like your general anime friends you know, so the people that you talk to anime at work, they're like, oh, you like anime? Yeah. yeah. You're and un- then you, your unsuspecting anime friend. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I love those conversations because it's like that unexpected guy. And he's like, you see him watching on his break um, some like Demon Slayer. You're like, you like Demon Slayer? Yeah, man, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. What you like about it? And then you got you dive into a whole conversation and then you're like, have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen that? I want you guys to look at us like that. We like want to put you guys onto some anime, but we also want you guys to put us onto yeah yeah this is a learning curve we're trying to learn and look at the same time we're trying to educate ourselves too because we're constantly researching we're constantly looking for you know more facts so that way we're not just looking dumb per se you know what i mean and then we're being called out on the comments blah 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 like that's not it that's not right i can't blah 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 like it's all right so yeah so i just got i just want you guys to view us kind of like you know your anime friends um your friendly neighborhood anime friends (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah subscribe you know follow us on every platform we're on um this stuck specifically where you can listen to us so we got spotify we got apple we got amazon and we got google so definitely um listen to our podcast through there leave a comment um write a review definitely give us five stars five star reviews uh so there's uh something that xavier wanted to point out go ahead bro so yeah so leave us a five star review in previous episodes, we mentioned it about a compliment sandwich. Yes. You know, one negative, one positive, and no, 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 positive, negative, and a positive. Or you just give us a straight five-star review. But make sure you're leaving a comment with the review so we know what to read off. So we do have a couple of um, ratings and reviews, but only one of them right now. Was like, a comment, like uh, an actual wrote. review. Yeah. So I'm going to read it out here. Go for it. All right, all right, all right. So we have from Ozzy Crocs. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Ozzy Crocs. Um, so entertaining. Five stars. This podcast is really entertaining, especially on my long drives. The hosts are also funny, which is a plus. Yes. Smiley face. And for the YouTubers, we'll drop a image of that review right here in the middle between us. Yep. All right. So we appreciate that review. Keep writing us review. Like we want to give you guys shout outs and, you know, we appreciate everything you guys do for us like always um you know you can also follow us on our instagram account our twitter account and definitely follow us on tiktok we're trying to blow up on tiktok we do make reels of our youtube uh, you know uh, specific specifically if we're talking about something specific something funny bite size a little bite size so you guys can see like what we do what we talk about and kind of understand you know where this podcast is heading and like like the full video version is always on youtube so follow us on youtube that helps us tremendously and yeah and then we'll anything we have to update you guys or anything we have cooking definitely check up our website the norm.com t-h-e-n-o-r-m-n.com um you'll find our clothing line 
uh, our merch. So we got our hats, our dad hats specifically. We got our hoodies and we got our shirts. Take a look at what we are offering. You know, it really helps us out. So if you can pick up a hat, if you can pick up a hoodie, if you can pick up a shirt, it really helps us out. Everything, you know, it goes directly back to the podcast to elevate it, to do more things with it. Use a promo code podcast for 10% off. There you go. Nice plug-in, nice plug-in. But yeah, and that's pretty much all I got to say. As we say every week, tune in next time for scenes from the next episode of the Hyperbolic Podcast, where Lewis and X dive into sport anime with a special emphasis on Blue Lock. Thank you so much for watching us. Muito obrigado.